Uh, they keep doing it. It's like the red pill versus the blue pill. They keep oh, yeah. suppressing it. I watched that it. on the weekend, by the it's way. It's so good. It's my all-time favorite. Me too. Um, they go down that path. And then there's something in the back of their mind that this isn't right. This isn't fulfilling. This isn't meaningful. I'm depressed. I hate my life. Blah, blah, blah. So that, that sort of, I think, plays out in a lot of mental health. Uh, that we see a lot of today. That's why we are dealing with so much of it. I think so, because of that repression of what we really want and are listening to our own voice. The other path is people that wake up, they've been indoctrinated, they're in the path, and then they go, oh shit, I didn't, I don't know how I got here, and I don't want this. And that's where we, where we see things like midlife, what they call midlife crisis. That's not a midlife crisis, that's a waking up. It's a the fundamental, opportunity. Yes, yeah. it's the fundamental awakening of a human being happening. And often it's too late, because they've got so much, much invested in this other path that they can't flush that. They've got a house, they've got kids, they've got all these responsibilities and commitments. They can't walk away from whatever that is. Well, because it I'm, costs too much. Yeah, I, I, and I'm going to caveat what you just said with want. Brilliant. Because yes. actually they could. That's 100% what I mean. Yeah. And, and yeah. What, what they're not willing to yes. do is deal with yeah. the, un- the level of uncomfortable yes. shift and change that's required. Yeah, that fear. What does it take to live your best life on your terms? To change how things are done? How do you need to show up as a leader so you feel capable of making a difference? What needs to happen that has us able to confidently say we are truly living, leading, and operating our businesses and our lives from our purpose? Join me over drinks as I go behind the scenes to reveal the freedom, fulfillment, and success this sort of radical thinking has had in the personal and professional lives of my guests. What what is it that um, we need that would make the difference? Yeah. What is it that people like you have done huh. to to blaze the unknown trail mm. for yourself yeah. and figure it out? Yeah, yeah. And now have something that um, that's working. Hmm. And at whatever stage you're at, yeah. it doesn't really matter. It, it, it is like in the growing and the building and yeah. making it work because that's what you said you wanted. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so when you and I met, that was like four or five years ago, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. And that was through Scott Lawrence. Yeah. And prior to that, Mark Bussey, who's oh, another guy who, yeah. who's actually going through some change right now too, and excited about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you and I talked, you were up to some big things mm. at the time. Mm. Would you say it's the same or different from from where you were and and now where you're at? Uh, the ideas or that idea in particular? That or? idea. Yeah, let's start there. Like, sure. Yeah. So. Often when, uh, at the beginning of a new venture or a new chapter, uh, there's nothing that's real yet. It's perfect. It's an idea. It's beautiful. It's very exciting. And uh, it can be anything and everything. So... It can be pretty scary too. Yeah, totally. Um, But it can, literally, there's no physical constraints because it's just an idea. As... And I, I presume it's true for most. As I go down the path of moving an idea into something that's real, uh, 
reality starts to apply its constraints yeah, on the situation. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. That looks amazing. Um, so, at the beginning, it's a big idea and it's fun and great and easy. And then it gets harder, right? Like, I think, what do they say that, um, you know, the universe gives you a boost of encouragement at the beginning just to confirm that you're on the right path so you don't quit? And then that positivity and encouragement and everything aligning and flowing, uh, then you get challenged. That sort of goes away a bit, and then you get challenges. And that also is there to prove that you're on the right path, I think. So... The idea of, of Goodpin in general um, has stayed relatively the same, uh, starting with grand visions, but then reality comes in and makes you realize as an entrepreneur that you have to hit one nail over and over and over until that nail goes in. And then you can worry about the other nails. Yeah, yeah. I think that most ventures fail by trying to do it all and boil the ocean as opposed to taking the first step and getting that nail all the way in and then taking the next step, hitting the next nail in. Because mm-hmm. like, you can do anything, right? You can do anything with an idea. Truly, I mean, the, the world is a, uh, a testament to possibility yeah. and the reality yeah. that it can turn into. Yes. Uh, we've done crazy things, continue to do crazy things. Everything that is was once an idea. And a, and a rather uh, outrageous one. <laughs> yes. Right? Like, there's no way anybody would ever want, need, yeah. uh, or desire, yeah. pull for that yeah. thing. Yeah, right? totally. Which then turns into the only thing yeah. that we use. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's, it's yeah. fascinating. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, your, uh, so your idea, and, and just so I get, remind me again, sure. you, the background, your background, and where you came from. Yeah, sure. So, um, school was corporate IT project management, um, management of information systems, specialization, e-commerce. Right. So I had this blend of commerce and IT, but not coding, but sort of the managerial aspect of IT and, and um, information technology and what value it adds. Uh, launched into my career of an IT project manager. Moved to Calgary from Edmonton and started doing it here. Lots of work here. It was great. Um, cut my cut my teeth on uh, IT projects in white collar Calgary, Alberta. How was that for you? Uh, it was exciting because it was the first time in my life that I actually was making money, and I was uh, from where I was sitting, I was making ridiculous money. Mm. Um, it was the good old days, right? Hey. Oh, it's great. We're just having a conversation. Yeah, we're doing this. Yeah. It's perfect. You're, you. you're hyper aware, though. Yeah. Acknowledge that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, not at all. Thank you. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to ask a question yeah. about that. Yeah. So there was this. I'm, I'm suspecting a, a big idea, a big dream that you bought into. That had you get into that business, corporate IT or yeah. into Goodpin? Okay, corporate IT. Corporate IT. Yeah. Do you remember what that was? Was that was that a thing for you then? Um, 
Was it just the money? No, definitely not the money. Uh, yeah, I had no connection to the money. I've never really been driven by money. As, as a matter of fact, I was. Um, that's been the problem is that I'm not motivated by money. Right. Uh, it started, you know, grade seven, computer classes, uh, Mr. Cox, unfortunate last name. Uh, <laughs> memorable. Yeah, very memorable. Clearly, I remember it. Um, but digging into computers, and it was a really exciting time in history, let alone my personal history, where computers were becoming a thing. And the internet wasn't a thing yet. It was, you know, personal computers and games and all this stuff, and we're learning so much. And I was like, turned on by it then. Flash forward to my last year of commerce and uh, at the University of Alberta, and they just introduced the Management of Information Systems Specialization, MIS. And as soon as I heard that, I don't know, like in university, I was at that phase of life, university or not, it's usually a time of searching and figuring it out. You know, your high school is done and you're trying to figure out what's next. You should have the answer. Right, right. Yeah. But but no one does, so you're trying to sort this, this shit out. And uh, I can remember as soon as that dropped, that course or specialization happened, I was like, that's it. So there's this feeling. Yeah, you I'm just like, knew. I knew that's my path. Oh, that's amazing. Right? So click, I switched all my courses into that. And uh, I was... When you, when you asked what the, what the big idea was, I, I can put words around it now, which I probably couldn't have then. Something about the leverage uh, that comes from information. Information, actual data turned into information, is so powerful. It's such a big lever in everything in life, right? Um, and I look actively in my life for levers right. wh where I can get leverage to make things happen better faster yeah, all yeah. that and technology was just like so obvious oh my god technology is one of the biggest levers of all time and I wanted to know more I wanted to do more I wanted to I wanted to grab that and, and play it out so that's where it sort of really got me excited that, that big idea was the lever and the power that comes from information I love that and I love how true it is for you because you are still doing that mm. and I would make the assumption that it is nowhere near what you had initially thought it might look like. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, not even close. Yeah. And um, so these questions are great. I'm just patting myself on the back. <laughs> like, oh, it's kind of segueing really nicely. I'm great at questions. Yeah. <laughs> so knowing that what what you know now, what happened then, yeah. uh, what wasn't working, what had to change from your perspective in, in being in the industry that you're in that just wasn't flying for you? Uh, great question. So what, what comes up for me when you ask that is... Um, Corporate America is broken in, in, in so many fundamental ways. Like you can list off the ways, but for me, being a cog in someone else's machine, uh, it, it, it felt horrible and soulless and meaningless. I guess it was meaninglessness, right? right. Um, there was no voice, there was no agency, there was no purpose. Um, 
think as human beings, and I certainly feel this way, want to have some effect on the world that I'm in. I want to make some difference, even if it's at a corporation. Like it doesn't have to be uh, a difference to make, you know, end world poverty or something. And we go there, don't we? Yeah, totally. Like that's kind of the automatic. Yeah. uh, More from guilt, I feel, than anything else. For sure. But but even just knowing that your choices and actions make a difference and they're connected to some difference in the world. I think that's what we all want. I, I believe it. And it's fundamentally missing from corporate America. So that was the thing that was broken from your perspective. Um, so your industry is still like thriving. There, there is much going on in the internet technology world. Absolutely. Why do you think there are so many that are still willing to compromise and do the work that from you, at whatever point in time in your world you saw it as like, no, this doesn't work. Yeah, I think there's a few things at play there. Uh, two streams come to mind, and I hope I don't forget the second one. The first stream is we are indoctrinated from a young age. Yeah. Uh, you go to school, you know, you take tests, you're told what to think. If you think these things and write those things, then you get an A, you're good. Yeah, yeah, you uh, got it right. Yeah. Congratulations. Yes. And then you get indoctrinated further and further down the path and the next natural path is, you, you know, you go to get some sort of higher education or um, education in a specific skill or trade or whatever. So you take some more education. And then the goal of that is to get out and get a job and make a bunch of money and then most likely, and this is hopefully changing a bit, uh, you know, get married, buy a house, uh, have a family, uh, have kids, have grandkids, and die. So I think we get indoctrinated in this before we even start thinking for ourselves. Our frontal lobes aren't even developed until we're 25, right? They're not fully developed. So you just don't start making rational choices on your own until that time. Like, I, I think of some of the things that I chose. I don't remember actually choosing them. Oh, man. You and me both. Yeah. They just sort of happened. And I'm, then afterwards, I kind of reflect. And I go, how did that? How did I get here? Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think a lot of people are indoctrinated and just follow the flow. And then some people just don't question. They stop their own growth personally, and then they stay in and ride it out. They have it that that yeah. is, um, that, that there is no need to question it. Yeah. Yeah. And that fascinates me, actually. Yeah. Um, it frustrates me, too, to no end. Yeah. Um, but how, and I, and I know it's a, a, a byproduct of how we were raised and, and the beliefs that we yeah. been, uh, yeah. instilled by. And yeah. I know for myself, when for, for, for my entire childhood, it was about respecting your, your elders. Yeah. Not to diminish yeah. the, the value of respecting your elders now, yeah. but, but to an extreme yeah. where I would not actually uh, challenge any of them. Yeah, or listen to the voice inside of you. Right. right. Honor it, that. Yeah, Respect exactly. that voice. Because they're, they're, it's actually older. Yeah. If, yeah. if we were to really get down to it, that's awesome. there is something that's driving us that's older than any of those yeah. that we know. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so we, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's a fascinating rabbit hole to go yeah, down. Totally. So that's like one path, right? One path is that we 
been indoctrinated and then some people wake up and some people don't the people that don't wake up the red pill versus the blue pill they keep oh, suppressing it weekend, by the it's way. so good it's my all-time favorite Me too. Um, they go down that path and then there's something in the back of their mind that this isn't right this isn't fulfilling this isn't meaningful I'm depressed I hate my life blah 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 so that that sort of I think plays out in a lot of mental health and uh, that we see a lot of today. That's why we are dealing with so much of yeah, I think so, yeah. because of that repression of what we really want and are listening to our own voice. The other path is people that wake up, they've been indoctrinated, they're in the path, and then they go, oh shit, I didn't, I don't know how I got here and I don't want this. And that's where we, where we see things like midlife, what they call midlife crisis. It's not a midlife crisis, that's a waking up. It's a the fundamental, opportunity. Yes, yeah. it's the fundamental awakening of a human being happening. And often it's too late because they've got so much, much invested in this other path that they can't flush that. They've got a house, they've got kids, they've got all these responsibilities and commitments. They can't walk away from whatever that is. Well, because it I, costs too much. Yeah, I, I, and I'm going to caveat what you just said with want. Brilliant. Because yes. actually they could. That's 100% what I mean. Yeah. And, and yeah. What, what they're not willing to yes. do is deal with yeah. the, un- the level of uncomfortable yes. shift and change that's required. Yeah, that fear. Right? Yeah, because like, they could, and, and there are many that do. Yeah. yeah. So I was that second path. Huh. I woke up, and I went, oh, shit. This isn't what I wanted, and I struggled for a few years trying to figure it out, and then I ended up selling all my stuff, and that's where this new path started, right? It's like I sold two condos, two vehicles, all my clothes, hopped on a plane, traveled the world for eight months, just rambling around like a crazy dog. you needed to. Yeah, figuring it out on a walkabout. And then on that walkabout is where I figured out that I wanted to do good pin. I wanted to do this fundamentally uh, good thing in the world that aligned with who I was and the other skills that I had for my past. That you were clearly passionate about and wanted to use, but not to just continue to drive the machine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Oh man, that is incredible. Yeah. and that's why you. So, how long has Goodpin been around for now? Uh, so, Goodpin has been around for eight years. That was sort of the foundation for UN Poverty, the charity thing that I did before oh, Goodpin. So there was even some. So yeah. there was something that it, it did end up elevating. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So it turned into UN Poverty, which was an online charity uh, that I did for ten years. Uh, which was a fundamental reinvention of the way charity was done. Um, online, small amounts, watch the world change. At that time, it was new. Like, literally. Yeah, I was, imagine you were the only new. one on the trail. Yeah. Well, there's a few of us. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we had some good conversations along the way. I bet. So then that, when that came to a natural end point, it was like, it's not done yet. I still have the same desire to make a difference in the world and still have the same passion about technology doing it because technology is a lever. Uh, what's next? And that's where I met, you know, ideas percolated along my previous journey up to that point. I met great people like Scott Lawrence. And, yeah, amazing guy. And uh, yeah, some He's great He's also humans. on an interesting new trajectory, that guy. I'm exactly. going to have to bring him on. Yeah, you will, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's been a fun time. <laughs> So, um, what would you say the results have been 
for yourself since making these radical changes? What, what are some of the ones that, that rise to the top for you? Uh, I feel like I could die any day and be happy. I literally feel I could I die today. You, I bet when you say that, it excites you. Yeah. Like there's just this yeah. this tingly feeling of like uh, I'm complete, truly complete. Yeah. yeah, I lived it. I lived the best one that I could have lived. I did what I could with what I was given. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy with the way I've done it. I'm I'm genuinely pleased with myself. I'm I'm. Um, it, it sounds weird, but I'm proud of myself. I don't the think way that, that I've, I've I've done it. It only sounds weird because something out there has told you that. It's vain to think that way. Yeah. I know because I experience. I am experiencing the same thing as I work to build my personal brand. Amazing. And and like, it's all it's on me, right? And yes. so the the right away the story is, man, you are such an arrogant prick. <laughs> and I'm like, where the? Fuck How did, did you that figure that out? From? How did you yeah. know? Yeah. Oh my God, he's on to me. <laughs> and that's the internal dialogue. I'm not even talking to somebody. Yeah, it's fucked up. Completely fucked up. <laughs> yeah, man. But we do that, right? Yeah. We we, uh, we belittle it and, and yeah. we downplay it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and and to our detriment, unfortunately, yeah. most yeah. of the time. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, so what what have been some of the other results then for yourself in having made that shift and transition? Um, it's been hard. Like I've really learned who I am mm. at a, at a core level because when you. I think the machine, society, North American culture, the, the West, is built a certain way and it supports a certain life. If you live that life that way, then you're good. it's easy. Yeah. You just go with the flow, yeah. right? But once you start making decisions that don't fit into that machine, all of a sudden it's not set up for you. Life is not set up for you. It's not an easy journey. Man, you're trekking it like yeah. 10 foot rush yeah. and yeah. no machete. Some days it's easy, some days it's really hard, and um, I've, I've had the great pleasure of being tested to beyond what I thought I could ever endure mentally, uh, physically, quite honestly. <laughs> and what's and, that given for you? Like, what's that made available? That confidence. Yeah. Like, I am unafraid of anything, and I don't care what anyone thinks of me. It, it, like there's this uh, story or parable about this great massive bird that lands on this tree and uh, this small tree and this small bird lands beside him and the, the tree is waving and the branches are careening and bending and the little bird looks over to the big bird and he's like man aren't you aren't you afraid like are you crazy? Like, aren't you afraid that branch is going to break? And the bird says back, I'm not afraid, or not counting on the branch to hold me. I trust in my ability to fly. Mm. Oh, man. So it's like, I don't care about this shit. I'm good. No matter what happens, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, because you've built up the, um, the tenacity and the virality, like all, all of those skills that are required to play the game. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And to play the game at, an, at a level in which you can navigate the unexpected. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. You know that you can handle whatever is thrown at you. And, and if you don't, you die. And everyone dies. And that's okay. Like, that's fine. That's a fine outcome. Mm -hmm. You can only be uh, tested so much 
before you either break or you realize you're going to be fine no matter what. Like, you just, I let go. I just let go. It's like, yeah. And in that letting go, what I hear is a complete freedom and, and just being okay with, uh, one, the outcome, yeah. and two, your, uh, your approach could yeah. be anything. Yeah. You're just not attached to how it has to go. I, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I would agree with that. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like you, like I put my intention out into the world, what I want, because I do have wants, but and I don't, don't hold deny on to them. No. I, like I've always had this tension with Buddhism of trying to understand how you can be human and not want and not desire. But I, but I think I've, I think there's some uh, interesting stuff in there. I would, yeah. I will. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I think there's actually some complexity in the definition of that the word, the, the translation of the word that they use for desires. Uh, it's actually just um, it's the holding on to or something, like holding on to the outcome. Like it's, it's fine to have desires, but. When it consumes your direction, yeah. it no longer serves you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and like, that's the only thing that you're focused on. Yeah, yeah. And you're missing out on all the opportunities that would actually serve what yeah. it is that you're up to. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, then uh, then it's not uh, it's not in your best interest anymore. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. To deny what it means to be human mm. doesn't serve us. No, you're dead. Then you're dead. Yeah. Then what's the What's the point of it all? And, yeah. and unfortunately, the reality of that is uh, people taking their lives because they, they have it that it's either all in or all out. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that um, when we lack agency in our life, when we lack any kind of control or effect in this world that we exist in on an individual level, uh, when we experience that when that's our perception when we lose agency we lose hope and when you lose hope you get depressed and when you get depressed the natural outcome the extreme outcome is taking your own life right? yeah but that's a it's a it's a spectrum right it's it's uh, and it's a messy cycle yeah totally especially when you're in inside of a society that doesn't uh, truly understand what's necessary in order to help you for yourself up. Yep, totally. And 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 do the necessary work internally yeah, yeah, yeah. to to get the clarity that you need in order to not not know for a hundred percent certainty yeah. what the outcome is, yeah. but to know what the next steps are along that journey. Yeah, right? exactly. And that is the big thing that I am seeing. Me personally, that Ooh, I'm wow. seeing is is a, a big missing. You know, yeah. we've got so many that are just trucking along, doing the thing that they're told to do yeah. based on rules and, yeah. and restrictions that have yeah. been put on them that they've had no choice in the matter. Yeah. Um, and, and just blindly following it yeah. do, with their best intention to do so. It's not like they're resigned and, and feel like they have no choice. At the time, that they, they actually thought that that was their choice. Totally. Right? Yep. But what was interesting about your journey is that it actually was your choice. Yes. Yeah. At, the, at, at that, that whole journey, while there was some, uh, you know, inside the pinball machine, yeah. there was some yeah. bouncing around that was necessary. Yeah. At the end of the day, you made the choices because deep down inside, 
you knew that this was something that you wanted to, to pursue. Yeah. And while you didn't have the clarity for it, yeah. you were okay with that too, and, yeah. and you did that. And most of us go that way. For the most part, yeah. uh, unless you're, you've got a real uh, a weight of pressure with family yeah. and to go a certain direction, which yeah. is totally a thing out yeah, there. Absolutely. Um, but but if it is a, a, a subtle play of like, you know, I, I have a curiosity here yeah. and I want to explore that. Yeah. A lot of us will just naturally go that way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The trick is to be aware of what happens as you're on the journey. Yeah. Because what will happen and from what I'm hearing, <laughs> is there will be uh, forks in the road and yeah. there will be many people directing traffic going, yeah, no, you can't go that way, go yeah. this way. Totally. But you didn't do that. No. You went the other way. Yeah. And there might have been a little bit of resistance to be like, yeah. dude, are you crazy? Like, yeah. that's not what you do and this is not a good idea and totally. blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. But you did it anyway. Yeah. A lot of external resistance and, and some internal. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Internal because voices. The, Am I the crazy? external <laughs> influences the internal. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, man, hands down. <laughs> How does what you're doing right now give you meaning and purpose? Thank you. That, that's a really interesting question because uh, nowadays that word purpose is being thrown around quite a bit. It's becoming trendy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, awesome. Thank you. Now, uh, distinct from do what you are passionate about, yeah. which I believe at my core is very different. Yeah. I have many passions. Yeah. I have many interests. Yeah, yeah. But in in understanding and getting clear what what my purpose is, yeah. what I'm here to be of service around, yeah. is a much deeper. Uh, less cliched, uh, overly contrived construct yep. to play inside of. Absolutely. Now, don't don't kid yourself, and I, I, I'm sure there, there's a reason why you, you preface it the way you did. Yeah. It's turning. People are trying to leverage it. Yeah. Right. They're trying Absolutely. to to capitalize on the new yeah. energy of it. Yes. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we all get to ask ourselves. A real simple question, and that is, is what I'm doing really what drives me and motivates me and moves me yeah. to want to like live life yeah. and to want to explore and be curious yeah. and, and be of service? Yeah. So purpose is a, is a word people are hanging on to. Yeah. And I, uh, this is why I, I have a, a strong disdain for the marketing world, while I have an appreciation for it, yep. and I, I really love it when it's done proper. Yeah. 99% of the time, it's a shit show out, yeah. that, uh, yeah. out there, and, yeah. and it's all about uh, leveraging and taking yep. advantage of stuff, totally. right? Yeah, manipulation. Manipulation. Yeah. So, having said that, yeah. and putting that all on the table yeah. over here, yeah. What is it about what you do that gives you purpose? Yeah. You know what? I, I've said this previously to other people, uh, but it's taking on a new light right now in this conversation. Um, I've always said that, you know what? If I was, if I wanted to be a rock star, if I wanted to be a garbage man, if I wanted to be a ditch digger, if I wanted to be a hockey player, Whatever I genuinely, authentically wanted to do, if I was doing that, that would be purpose. 
Absolutely. It doesn't matter what it is, as yeah. long as it's aligned with what you really are and what's really going on inside of you. That you're paying attention to yeah. it, willing to pay attention yeah. to the signs. Totally. Yeah. So I happen to really get off on uh, making the world better or helping people to make the world better. It, you're an idealist. Yeah. Me too, man. Yeah. That's why we get together. Totally. That's why we, we connect. And yeah. there are so many people that I talk to yeah. who uh, who try and kill the idealist in me. Of course. It's fucking insane, yeah. man. It like, threatens them. Yeah, it really does threaten And it makes them realize how hopeless they are. Well, how they feel I, hopeless. I hope it does. Yeah. I unfortunately believe that most of us won't even get that far. Yeah. Like, we'll kill it off so yeah. quickly oh, yeah. that it, we can't even entertain the idea. Yeah. That's why we're having this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm putting that out there yeah. as another, like, yeah. subtle reminder. <laughs> I, I like to, uh, when people ask me, kind of, like, who am I as, as a person, I've never gotten more clear... It's a journey, right? I'm never more clear now than I have been before, and yeah. I'll be clear down the road, yeah. most definitely. Totally. How I show up for people is I come in and I give you a slap in the face, and then I follow up with a big hug. <laughs> because at the end of the day, we need more slaps in the face to get us out of yeah. what what has us caught. Yeah. I've, I've tried it the other way. Yeah. Truly, I've tried it. Uh, and, and inside of Compassionate Leader, yeah. which is something that got created for me by somebody, yeah. um, sometimes tough love is compassion. Yeah. And sometimes tough love isn't very loving. Yeah. But at the, at the essence of it, it is all about elevating and bringing people, you know, bringing people up. Yeah. And so this is a subtle slap for everybody who's listening to like just have a look not like there's anything wrong but yeah. to have a look and uh, and pay more attention to that little voice that's screaming now yeah. because it it wants to be heard and you just haven't denied it for so long yeah i would agree thank you yeah man i would completely agree with everything you just said what would be something that you would say to others who are on the journey of finding what it is that um, that would really have them living a life that's meaningful and worthwhile um, I would say that listening one of the things that comes up anyway is listening to your voice is the most fundamental thing in the whole journey of life um, it, thing is it's a muscle yeah totally. if you don't practice it you have no way to hear it uh, and at first it's going to be really really quiet you have to make a lot of space and room to be able to hear it you have to be very intentional uh, to, to be able to hear what you are telling you <laughs> what your intu intuition is telling you uh, what your heart is telling you um, but over time, as you practice trusting yourself, and well, that's where it starts, listening to yourself, but then trusting yourself. To right? make the, de that the decision that, yeah. that you feel like you should make yeah. is actually a good one to make. Trust it, right? Yeah. So the listening is, we've been so taught not to listen, like we were talking about earlier. We're told the answers. We go out to a movie to be entertained. Uh, we go to work, our boss tells us what to do. Um, we don't listen to our voice at all. Zero. No, um, and if you ever do, it's, it's shut down. 
integrate the machine, whether it's your family, your history, your religion, uh, your community, it tells you, no, this is how you act. This is how you behave. These are the choices you make. And those systems are meant to keep you in that system. That's, that's what right. they do. They, that's they want you optimate, yeah. operating in an optimal yeah. capacity. And that's fine. Yeah. But the point is, that isn't your voice. So you have to create space to hear your voice first thing. First, you have to even just realize you're not listening to your voice. So you have to figure out how to practice hearing it. And then the hard part is learning how to trust it. Undeniably, like just to trust your voice. I don't know about you, but I've, um, I've made some pretty epic mistakes in my life. Oh, like man, I colossal. continue to do so. Yeah, where I've, where I've, I've ruined a lot of things and I've hurt a lot of people, mm. uh, including myself, but that's the least of my concern. Um, so I, I'm a little shy in trusting myself. Yeah, I can yeah. hear myself. I can hear myself clear. I've been practicing that for a long but time. But you hesitate. But I'm I'm scared to totally trust myself. Yeah, That's my dude. biggest area of practice now. To really just take the leap. Yeah. That you know. Trust that you know. Yeah. Yeah. When when we are honest with ourselves, Oof. when we are honest with ourselves, we begin the process of building trust. Yeah. If we are constantly lying and telling ourselves what's not actually going on, yeah. there's no trust being built with ourselves, let alone with other people. Yeah, of course. That was that was a, probably my biggest realization inside of the work that I did for the last three years, yeah. four years. Yeah. This whole philosophy of, of brand is truth, the yeah. inside matches the outside. Yeah. If, if all that's inside is lies yeah. and, uh, and deceit and, um, and, and coercion and, yeah. and like all of these things yeah. that we've accumulated, there is no possible way for us to be able to trust ourselves or have other people trust us. Totally. And it really takes a whole lot of courage. This uh, last week was um, National Hope Talks, right? Yeah. Mental, uh, mental, yep. what, what's the hashtag? Hope Talks, yeah. Hope Talks. Let's Hope, um, oh my goodness, totally butchered that. Bell Let's Talk. Bell Let's Talk. Yep. So I went to the National Hope Talk session with Connie. Um, she did an amazing job. And it, it was a testament to what's necessary for us to do the internal work. And what I saw, and this is a bit of a tangent, but what I saw, unfortunately, and what had me just get that much more clear where I need to focus, they were 10% of the population at the event were men. The makes rest sense. for women. That makes sense. We have we have we are not coming into the the age of, of the feminine energy. Yeah. We are in the age of the feminine energy. Yeah. Not that, uh, and and the reality is for any of you like overly masculine <laughs> that are listening, yeah. we are all uh, yin and yang inside yeah. of that. We carry both of those energies. Exactly. Um, you're denying and, part of yourself, and we are denying part of ourselves. Yeah. I'm clear yeah. that. I get to be a champion for more men, yeah. to own what that looks like, yeah. to be more manly yeah. by ad, uh, embracing your feminine energy. Exactly. Yeah. And I and I and it's like it sounds ludicrous, yeah. but that's only based on the construct, the constructs of society and and all the bullshit that we've been consuming for however long. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This was this was great. Yeah. So. 
Uh, I mean, that's that's it for, for this episode in Amazing. particular. Uh, and I just want to acknowledge you, Jay, because um, this wasn't recorded earlier. I sent him an email. Uh, I, I thought the communication landed. Uh, and I, I'm coming to the... Uh, uh, coming to meet with my microphones and, and all that stuff and he was genuinely surprised at what was going on and uh, I'm not surprised that you are the first one to do this because at the end of the day you just show up as someone who's just always a yes for everything and so I, I really want to thank you for for just like always being you oh, wow. and, and, uh, and allowing me to like be me yeah. and, and to create something that I've been, I've been hesitating, like there's been this degree of hesitation around how do I set it up? Like yeah. it's gonna be, is it gonna land weird? Yeah. People are gonna think like all the fucking stories, you know, yeah. like just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all it takes is the first push. Yeah. And yeah. so you are, whether you realize it or not, and you're going to realize it right now, is like <laughs> you are my first push out of the out of the airplane. Amazing. Wow. Um, so I, I want to thank wow. you for that. Thank you. I'm honored. Like I'm honored that you would think of me, and I'm. Um, I really get a lot of joy like it's a it's like a signal that I'm doing something right in life I do a lot wrong but it's a signal that I'm doing something right in life that you feel accepted as you are by me yeah I I, I just like yes perfect yeah. awesome. that's that's the thing that I'm up to creating more of yeah yeah like 100 percent yeah completely uh, there, there is, there is a subtle little voice in my head going, "Yeah, are you though? Yeah, like, yeah. could you really do that? Yeah, I don't yeah. know, man." Yeah. But the majority of it now, and it's never been like this before, yeah. is like, no, this is it. Yeah. This is the thing yeah. that I am a hundred percent committed to moving forward. That's awesome. And uh, and it's inside of these conversations where the difference gets made. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, I think you're creating something pretty magical and unique here, like, because it's fundamentally you, and it's fundamentally the conversations that you have with humans. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like, it, at its basic level, that's what it is, and you bring authenticity, you bring connection, you bring real, uh, you bring you. So, it's perfect. Like, it is it's, perfect. It's yeah. genius. It just took me... Um, well, 41 years to, uh, to to step into my genius, yeah. right? Yeah. And I, it's actually perfect. It's the perfect time. Yes. There is many theories around our our maturity, like how we get to a, yeah. a quote unquote mature state. Yeah. And it's usually midlife. Yeah. What we talked about earlier, yeah, right? Yeah. Like the midlife crisis. Yeah, no, totally. man, it, it is the opportunity for like, what's next? What, what are you going to create that's yeah. that you're really now ready to begin blazing the trailer? Exactly. And it just took. It always takes time yeah. to do this stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. So. I am. Um, I love that you said that. Like I, since I was probably about eleven. It's a weird age. But about 11 years old, I've always looked forward to being 50. Because okay. I, 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 had the, I don't know where I got the idea, but the idea in my head was 50 is going to be so cool because uh, you'll have probably some money, resources, 
you'll still have your brain uh, and you'll have some wisdom you'll still have your body you'll still be vital uh, and a lot of social connections if that's your jam but you'll have all of this and then it's like you get to use it like you get to choose something with all of that behind you and uh, I turned 50 this year man it is undeniably the best year yet undeniably like I love this ride of being 50 so far it's better than I could have imagined that's amazing yeah yeah that's um that's also who I'm targeting Mm, nice like when I look at the people that would really could really use some of this type of perspective yeah there are some 50 year olds who are who are so who have acquired so much wisdom mm-hmm. and who have achieved so many things yep. and are left feeling unfulfilled yeah and wondering what's next and not really knowing what direction to take yeah. because they've been fed this bullshit yeah. that you got to have it all figured out yourself exactly right yep and and i see it in, in some conversations with people and it's like wow and i get to now step in to the role that I that I am seeing is available for yeah. myself yeah. and to completely obliterate yeah. this story that I, I need to succeed yeah. control and and what's right and true yeah. to those who are older than me. Yeah. Um, sometimes that doesn't work. Yeah. A lot of times it does. Yeah. But there are those opportunities where it's like they they need some some context and yeah. some perspective, right? And totally. and for me to like deny that, yeah. oh man, <laughs> it, what a disservice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, I love it, man. You found your path. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Or the next it's, steps along. It's path. getting clearer, anyways. Yeah. yeah right. At least the next 20 feet. Yeah. We'll exactly. see what the next 20 feet looks yeah, like. That's what you do. You take a step. You got more clarity. You take another step. You get more clarity. Yeah, man. Good for you. Thanks, man. This has been great. The right leadership changes everything. And for our next generation of game changers striving to achieve what is yet to be achieved, you must be willing to do what has never been done. So make ripples, lead the charge, create cool shit that shows others the way to be braver, brighter, and better than we were yesterday. Personally, you owe it to yourself. The more we come together more intentionally to support one another, the sooner we'll all find ourselves not just living, but contributing to the creation of the vibrant, connected communities that fuel dreams. It takes a certain leader to make this happen. So who comes to mind that you would like to hear from? Please let me know and I'll see what I can do to make it happen. Thanks so much for listening.